I just think right now, women, especially in business, this is the year of women. I just know that. Life begins at 150 grand a year. Life gets better at 250, and life gets real good at 500. Nobody can tell me differently on it. When you start teaching something, I feel like that's when you start to master the actual art of it. You and I, when we publish a book, we can go toe-to-toe with any of the New York trade publishers, any of the big-time authors, and we get to compete in that marketplace and then let the market decide whether our stuff is good. People forget sometimes as an entrepreneur, the whole damn point of entrepreneurship is to make money. And now here is The Win with your hostess, serial entrepreneur, marketeer, and chief sexy boss. Heather Havenwood. Have you ever wanted to stop the nine to five grind and start your own company? Do you want to have more control of your income and your time? Then now is that moment to start and grow a successful business. As a female entrepreneur, I have succeeded. I have bit the dust. I have bounced back to growth and prosperity. But this would not have been possible without first taking the leap and owning my own business. But I didn't do it alone. I hired my first business coach 13 years ago. And now I help small businesses, solo practitioners, and professionals double their income and triple their time off. So let me help you too. My gift to you today is a free one-on-one strategy session. So go to coachwithheather.com, coachwithheather.com. And let me help you double your income and triple your time off. Hi, everyone. Welcome to The Win with Heather Havenwood. Now, look, if you're a sales professional, realtor, lawyer, chiropractor, whatever, you're going to be wanting to listen to this, this podcast because we're going to be talking about basically how do you, under an umbrella of a company, how do you actually use digital marketing to sell. This is really, really important. So listen up. It's going to be a great show with the win with Heather Havenwood. Hi, my name is Heather Havenwood. You can check me out at heatherhavenwood.com. And today we have an extremely amazing guest from Florida, which is great. And Phil, are you there? I'm here. Good morning, Heather. Good morning. All right. So technology has definitely disrupted sales. And so who are we talking about today is Phil Gerbershack. Phil has been there from the beginning, teaching salespeople how to integrate technology and social selling into their sales process to drive their bottom line. An award-winning speaker and sought-after expert, Phil knows it's all about the conversations you have that lead to the conversations you want, not just the technology. And from delivering email by hand to selling not to, to selling not to high-speed internet, not so high-speed internet, to be a stockbroker and now being a trusted advisor and trainer to small business owners and sales professionals across the United States, Phil gets sales. I get that. And he can help you get them too. So here's the deal. Phil, I just had this amazing conversation with a girlfriend of mine. We're sitting there at Whole Foods here in downtown Austin. And uh, she is a great financial advisor and planner, just smart as a whip. But the moment I said, well, you should do a video. Y'all should go out there and start teaching people. They're like, well, we have rules, 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 you know, because they work for a big company. I'm not going to say it. So, but I, I, I just kind of was dumbfounded, you know, because I just sat here going, well, I don't know what to tell you because I'm over here in entrepreneur land and I can do whatever the heck I want. Right. So I kind of wanted to speak to that because I also have a client who's a lawyer, same conversation, not as restrictive with lawyers, but it's still 
lawyer talk. And there's always this, well, you need to talk to your lawyer and this is not lawyer advice, you know? So there's all these pieces. And so I would really like for you to talk about one, what are the rules and regulations and where are some gaps? And then number two, we'll go into like the technology of that. Sure. Well, the, it, it definitely is much harder for anybody who's in a regulated space to use yeah. social and to use digital because often it has to be pre-approved by compliance or compliance has to at least be aware that you're doing it. And that's, that is totally different than being a, a small business owner, being an entrepreneur, working for yourself, whatever you want to call it. Right. But the difference that you can make as a regulated person is first of all, understand nobody cares about your business. Okay, so don't talk about it. No, I mean it, right? Like nobody cares because frankly, it is way too general anyway. So instead, I encourage folks as they, as they are professionals that have a passion outside is to find a way to engage with your passion and connect with your passion. Mm -hmm. So yes, you cannot sit here and do a 15 minute video on how to invest in a mutual fund. Nobody would watch it anyway, right? Nobody cares. I mean, so if that's the case, if nobody cares, then instead focus on being human, focus on being a person of value and not so much about being a trusted financial planner who has average rate of return of 11.6% right. over the past 36 months, right? Your, your mileage may vary past performance, not in day. Right. That just sucks. I mean, that's so what is that? Because I know for, for these particular people that I'm talking about, they, they're the thing that they're over trying to overcome. And I just want to throw it out at you. Right. Is the thing they're overcoming. There are these women who are in their thirties for 30, forties and they're gorgeous. Like they're stunning. And they feel that's their biggest downfall because they're in a financial advising situation and they are trying to be professional. And then there's, there's, they're gorgeous. They're stunning, beautiful women. And they're like, how do we become taken seriously? How do we market ourselves? How do we do this? And yet we're, we really can help people. Yeah. So, well, so first you do have the human side, right? That's yeah. important. People connect to that. So then, you know, your company likely does put out some content. If you're a regulated space, your, con your company does put out some content and yeah. your goal then is to carefully curate that in such a way that it does show you as a person of value. And if we back way up, it comes with understanding exactly who your customer is. So mm -hmm. think about exactly who your customer is. If it's a small business owner, if you're a financial advisor to small business owners, yeah. when regulations change on small business owners, when tax things change on small business owners, when there's a change in the law and your company puts something out, say, you know, for my small business owner, people pay extra special attention to this. Pay, and it cannot be though about the investment. It's about the changing marketplace. It's about the changing okay. tax so space. Okay, this is great. So I'm giving you an example of true honesty. I have not gotten one email, one video, one phone call from my CPA on the changes with the tax laws. Whoa. Yeah. I haven't. I should probably fire. You're fired. So I, I, I haven't gotten anything. I know in my head, I have a like, I need to call them to like have a conversation. But yeah, it would have been nice to gotten a video of like, hey, clients, yo, this big thing called tax law just like went down and uh, here's like kind of the gist and like call me, you know, or whatever, like giving me some value or hey, here's like the, uh, the basics. I know you're probably hearing a lot on the news, but like, here's like basics and then like, call me, you know, is that what you're kind of saying? Like Absolutely. adding the value. Yeah. Add the value. And to your point, I love what you said. And that is call me, right? Change the channel. 
get to a conversation where we can have a one-on-one, just like you and I are doing today, where pick up the phone because you can't be specific. You cannot be specific. Nobody can, right? But if you focus on adding some value and adding a little bit of interest, right? So why would I want to call, hey, this impacts you, right? Tax laws change. It's specific to you. Give me a call to talk about your specific information. Super duper powerful. Oh, super. Okay. So I'm going to tell you a story that I actually built a million dollar business on this concept. And I didn't think about it until you're just talking. So in 2005, when I was living in Orlando, Florida, I worked with a lawyer. He was a lawyer um, at the time and he wanted to teach people how to buy and sell real estate. And we were trying to make like, what's unique about you right now? Like, you know, you're a white dude who like buys and sells real estate. Shocker. Wow. (laughs) You're not unique. So right then though, that was the year they were changing the bankruptcy laws. And as an investor, that's very important. Because one, if you need to file issues there, but also if you are, are an investor and you have a buyer and they file, you got issues there and everything was changing. And so we actually did the entire course based on that one law change. And basically like, you've got to buy our course. You've got to come to our seminar because if you don't and you don't understand these laws, you're going to lose money. And we built a billion a million dollar business on that because that was no. our tagline basically our usp was what's unique about this information marketing buying selling real estate we're going to explain to you these new laws how to get around them how to flip them the new paperwork one million dollars in 12 months because we basically had a conversation with investors about one law change Yep, absolutely. So around that, right, you can do public seminars, you can drive people to an event. These are all compliance approved. So if you're in these highly regulated spaces, your compliance people actually, they're afraid of digital somewhat, but they want face to face. So drive them to show up, right? You don't have to sell the information. You can just give away the information to get them to show up at your event so that you can have a real conversation. And now if you're super educated and super valuable, all the stuff, Heather, that you and I might share digitally, they can just share it in person. And sure, it's a little bit harder to scale, but once you get that whole recording then pre-compliance approved, now you can tell clients, hey, by the way, here's a, or prospects or whoever, hey, here's a great video that you might want to watch that's just 30 minutes that if this makes sense to you, let's have more of a conversation. Okay, let's stop there because I had a, I was consulting a client, a big client in Naples and their uh, target, their financial advisor company and their target was obviously old people, shocker. And that I, to, I actually suggested that, you know, they were doing all these events, I mean, like four or five events a week. And I said, why don't you record one? And they pushed back and said compliance. Now, I didn't feel like I had the confidence to say, well, I know the compliance. So I just said, okay, you know, I'm not going to like go there. But can you speak to that? Because I think you have a background in that. Yeah. So I, absolutely. Yeah. So I did, I worked with a compliance software vendor for a while uh, in the financial services space. And and the key is pre-compliance approval and post-compliance approval. So what do I mean? You have to submit your slides and your talk track to compliance. Of course, right? They want to make sure you're not saying stupid stuff. If you stay on the talk track, and this is important, stay on script, then you can share that. Now, what you can't share, and this is where, again, 
advisors, they, I, think, I, don't, I think they get confused and they think, oh, well, I need to record the whole thing. No, stop it at the Q&A. Don't let the Q&A get on there. Now, this is a different That's conversation. Really That's yeah, really than, yeah, because again, Q&A is, okay, Heather, so I'm an investor with $1.8 million of investable capital. And I'm, no, you can't share that. You can't share right? that. That's personal. Stop. Share the content. Mm. Don't share the questions. So intelligent. Oh my God. Thank you so much. Okay. So I have like three people I'm going to send this, this, this podcast awesome. to because honestly, they really, that's their, they feel like they're, they feel like they're handcuffed. You know, they really want to yep. help people. They really want to make more money. They want to really want to increase their client base, but they feel they're handcuffed by all this drama with the digital and the compliance and they get fearful and compliance gets all nerve wracking. So that's a really good one. Now I have another, I'm going to shift gears a little bit because I'm sure. super curious what you would say. Again, I was a consultant um, with a very large company in Naples who focused a course on, you know, um, older people and their challenge, of course, was huge competition. As you can imagine, yeah, okay. sure. you know where Naples is. So you yep, know what I'm talking about. Naples, Fort Myers, but you know, the area. And uh, they showed me their direct mail pieces to get people to come to their events. And <laughs> now I thought it was funny. I feel like you might, you might actually agree with it, but I just think it's hilarious. But I'm just trying not to add my take on it, <laughs> but it's coming out. So in the direct mail pieces, the first thing you saw was this big stake because they're doing it at like roots okay. and stuff like that. Sure. And obviously they're trying to get people with wealth to come and then have a conversation. I mean, you know that, you know, that piece. So I, I pushed back on that. I, I didn't agree with that. And they said that their stats show that if you put a big stake on it, it's going to attract the money. I, what do you, I, I'm just curious if you think that's true. Hmm. Uh, well, I, I guess stats don't lie, but maybe they do, right? I think that people do get it desensitized. The, yeah, it was the stats. I thought it's considered the source on stats. Yeah, right. right. Yeah. I mean, stats are stats, right? I mean, that you, you can't argue. But a company. And I'm like, well, they don't really, they're not. Oh, yeah. You yeah. know, you're writing mm -hmm. the check to them. So, yeah, my stats are going to be amazing for my mail pieces that you're writing the check for. So. Yeah. So I source on stats. Yeah. Well, that that's true. Right. So I would, I would say, you know, get stats from some third parties. Don't just get them from the person you're trying to do business with. Right. Um, and along that whole, that whole stake conversation, the way to kind of change that is to think about, okay, so what does your client hurt? What's their pain besides you and bring in another trusted expert. And then you can be the introducer and the facilitator of the conversation Instead of focusing on, hey, look, you get a big juicy T-bone or, hey, I'm going to talk to you about something that, frankly, it may not even be relevant when the tax laws change, when, you know, when bankruptcy laws change. As financial people, you have yeah. an opportunity now to talk about that. But a lot of times things don't change. So that means you have to think about something else. You have to be a little less stake and a little more sizzle, which means yeah. often getting out of your way, getting off of financial services. And instead, maybe you bring in someone who addresses one of their problems. Like if, if you survey your clients or, and your prospects and you find out that 20 of them have an issue with marketing, well, bring in a marketer to talk to them about how they can grow their business. And by the way, hi, I sponsored that. I'm a really nice guy and you should talk to me after you're done because now that you've grown your business 10%, how do you now invest that money? With me. So, that's right. Exactly. And that's the conversation. I mean, that's the ancillary benefit of being a trusted advisor, not just a trusted financial professional.
Right. Oh, that's good. Trusted professional, trusted. Yeah. Trusted professional, really. Exactly. Uh, speaking with the CPAs and lawyers and whatnot, there's so many changes that are happening. Um, and business owners like myself, even I'm just, I'm considering, I guess, a solo entrepreneur because I don't have employees. I have freelancers and people that work around the country, right? So yep. in their businesses, there's so many changes that are constantly happening. I think that's just kindergarten. If you're not like doing that, you know, then that's just a baseline. That's just a baseline to be able to use digital, to leverage digital, to be able to say, here's some changes. This might impact you. Call me. You know, right. Here's the change. And then I don't know your situation, client. I'm using this video to send to my clients. Please call me so we can have a deeper conversation. I think yeah. that's really important. Yeah. yeah. And absolutely it is. And I'll, you know, always do get compliance approval on that. And if you push right and say, this is what I need, this is how I'm going to use it. And I think the others, you know, in the office are going to benefit or hire a marketer than the, if you have a, if you're, a uh, registered independent advisor. Yeah. Which is some of the smaller advisor well, firms. Because they don't have, what's compliance? If I'm not working for a big right. or something, where do I go if I'm an independent, if I'm a lawyer, CPA, which is all independent? Where yeah. would I go for compliance? So, well, then, then the key to that is, again, focus on not specific information. Okay. okay. Right, Non-specific. Okay. So that's really the key because again, uh, I want you to think about this. You, you mentioned Fort Myers, Naples, right? If something changes in the area and you don't say specifically how it impacts an individual financially, yeah. right? If you're not saying, Hey, this is going to drive the stock market up or down or whatever, it's okay. But just kind of reporting the news mm. is okay. And then inviting the conversation back. Now, a lot of these groups, they do have a higher, higher up, like an intermediary that's going to do their compliance for them, a third party yeah. administrator, right? They, uh, they'll handle that. But the key, the key here is to think about, okay, if someone took this information, can they, if they can make an, an exact action with that, you're probably going to get in trouble. So don't be specific enough that somebody can actually take this and do something because that will get you in trouble. Instead, tax laws have changed. Okay, stop. I reported the news and it may impact you. Okay, that's true. It might. And if you're concerned about this, contact me. Okay, now we can have a conversation. Now we can get specific. Now I can look at your paperwork and now I can say, oh, okay, Heather, this is how it impacts you. And that's important, right? And again, that's where the third, kind of that third person here, if you're an advisor, bring in a CPA, bring in an attorney, have a conversation with your clients. And that just makes you look even better because you're not saying it's smart, right? Just like the direct mail company that gives you a stat, people are skeptical. They're like, huh? But if you bring in a third party to verify, to certify, now you have an opportunity to really impact them and yeah. to really influence them. Oh, that's really great. You know, first of all, when you do hear stats, consider the source. That's number one. Number two, if you are, you know, if you are a professional, you can add the information like, hey, this is what's happening. I love the local, the view, because I live in Austin and there's constant changes politically. There's changes on the property tax. There's changes on all this stuff that honestly, I can't keep up with all of it, but it still impacts me. And if I had a, if I had a brick and mortar business, it would really impact me. There's changes in the misbrutalities right now happening in the tax laws because yep. the, um, 
the Congress is in session. I mean, it's on and on it goes. The point is you as a, a professional, if you're listening, you can use that to report it, right? And go, hey, by the way, did y'all know these particular municipalities? I have a lot of clients in this area. These are some changes that are happening. Head up, heads up. If you feel they're going to impact you, please call me. That's kind of what you're saying. Or, hey, our, That's right. our state is having some changes. We're going through some changes in these specific industries. Or if you're in one of those, please call me. And I think that's a huge one. I mean, I, I honestly have never seen a CPA lawyer, professional financial advisor do that. Because no. they think that, in my experience, they think that, well, you come in to see me, I'll tell you. And I'm like, no, 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 no. If you go out there and you're reporting, hey, there's all these changes happening, in these specific situations, I can't go into detail, but here's like the, the gists and the, and the industries and here's the people that it might impact. If you're one of those people, call me and we we'll, can have a conversation. It gives that it, what I call seductive. See, when you are in sales, and I'm curious what you think of this, sales, when you are pulling towards you, that seduction and that sales, when you're pushing at people, that is not seduction, it's the opposite. And that's when people run. And so you want to move the sales into seduction. And the seduction piece is, hey, here's some things changing. I know because I read up on it. I know what's happening. Call me. Even if you're not one of my clients, call me and I'll talk to you. That's and right. now they're, he's sharing it with their friends. And like, well, I'm not one of your clients. Can you still talk to me? Next thing you know, like they become your client. So I think that it's a key piece. Would you agree with that? Yeah, I absolutely would. And, and that's where, as you kind of segment clients as much as possible, you can be much more precise yeah. in how, you know, just the language you use without being precise in the impact that it has. Let's be really clear here. Again, who am I talking to? Certainly, I just want to use their language. Hey, business owner. Okay. That's much more impactful than, hey, everybody, which is boring, right? So try to be specific because a lot of times we don't realize that it impacts us. And again, as we can kind of draw them closer, be seductive, be intimate with them. Now we can send that email message. Now we can, once we connect on LinkedIn, right, we have an email. Now don't just dump them into your email marketing program, segment in your CRM, and maybe you've got 12 people only that are impacted by this one change. If you're doing a good job of understanding who your customer is and what some of their challenges are, now you can talk to that direct segment. And if you, if you block that time and you say, okay, on Monday morning, I'm going to block two hours to talk to all my small business clients because I have their, their email, I have their phone number, I have some contact info. I'm going to do that kind of three-pronged approach here. On digital, I might look to see if they've posted anything that they're afraid about, that they're concerned about, that they asked a question about, and then I don't have to answer that on LinkedIn, right? I can make a phone call. I can send a, a piece of direct mail and I can now talk to them. And I've earned that right because I've been helpful before. And what you can't do though, again, is that spray and pray crap of, I just bought a list with 10,000 people and here's one thing that should be interesting to all of them. That's that stake that now we get a hundred people that, that register that just cost me like $700 a person basically because I invested all that money in people that didn't attend. Spray and pray, baby. Let's not do that. Spray and pray. <laughs> Please no. Just say no. 
<laughs> just say no to spray and pray hashtags. Just say no. Okay, that was really funny, by the way. However, going to what you did say, you're right. Segmentation, segmentation, segmentation. It takes more effort to do that, but you'll get a higher result. Yes. And I really hope people are listening. And I'd love to have my my past client in Naples be listening, but they're probably not in a loving way because the results we were getting weren't working because one, they weren't listening to me. Let's just be straight. They weren't listening to me. They're, they're stuck in their way and their specific thing. And I'm only sharing this piece because I think there's someone else out there like that, which is they're like, it shouldn't have to be this way. It should be the old way. We should just be able to send a direct mail piece with the steak and they should come. And I'm just like, well, things have changed. You know, people have changed. People have, the, the markets change. Are they still 70? Are they still 60? Yeah, but they weren't, you know, the generation has altered. You know, even though they are still 60 and 70, it's not the people that were 60 and 70 20 years ago. I mean, it's really a p- new person. It's a new client and they want more. They want to be informed. They want to have information that they can go, well, why would I get out of my house for that Wednesday night for three hours to go have a steak with you? You know, what can I learn from you that I can't just learn on Google? You know what I mean? Like what? What, what is it that you're going to provide for me? I'm clear you're going to try to sell me. I already know that, you know? So what is it you're going to provide for me other than a really cool steak that I can like buy myself, right? So what, what is that? And I think what you're saying, I love that. I want to highlight it. It's like you, when you segment your list and you segment who the people are already, and you can start to actually have that conversation, like dear business owners, dear solo business owners, dear just retirees from the government, dear, whatever. Like you can actually have this conversation with them. That's very different. Veteran retirees is a different conversation than solo entrepreneurs. that doesn't have any veteran benefits. And then like on and on it goes, right? So I think if you can really segment that, you can have a real conversation. So I just kind of want to wrap it up a little bit, get where can people, you know, when, once you respond to that, and then where can we, where can people find you? Sure. So, so remember though, uh, you mentioned information and information's great, right? Google is it, but the real answer is they need to trust that you have insight. Do you have something that they can't Google? That's why you pique Ooh. their attention and you get them to talk to you, right? Yeah. Because insight is the difference maker, not information. I mean, really I go to Google, I can find any answer I want. The insight is specific to me, which only happens if we get intimate, right? So insight comes from intimacy. If I don't know about you, so, so right now, if we are goofing around and I was, you know, giving you, you know, dating advice, you'd be like, well, dude, you don't even know, am I married? You know, do I, you, do I like chicken? I mean, what's the difference, right? You don't even know. So th- there's no way that I could give you good advice. But if we got intimate, right, if we spent a little time together, I asked some questions, I uncovered some pain, right? I uncovered what you're really thinking about, Heather. Now I can be super specific and offer an insightful comment instead of just information that's general. So I like, and, and this, this whole podcast, right? The whole, the whole interview today is really more specific information, which is going to be more insightful, right? That's the goal with everything that you do. Try to find a way to get intimate so that you can provide insight instead of just information. That's, that's a great line. Be insightful. Yeah. Not just information. Be insightful. Right. Something they can't get from information. That's right. 
That's yep. oh, that's really good. Okay, great. Where can people find you, or where can not only where can they find you, but you know, if they reach out to you, what can you help them with? Sure. So uh, I can help you know uncover leads, right? We can develop that segmentation. I can help you develop that messaging cadence that you're going to talk to people on. If your compliance department is giving you pain in the butt, I've worked with them before, so I can talk to them, help kind of overcome some of those fears, help you stay on track so that you develop a message that's useful and hopefully uncover some of that insight together so that now you can have those more one-on-one conversations. The goal first, right, of course, is leads. That's great. But ultimately, you want qualified people that you can talk to so you can have a real conversation and work your magic. That's really the key. You want to get intimate. So I can help shorten that time frame up knowing that sales cycles are longer so help with that intimacy. I can help with all with, with that. I'm not going to generate a million leads. I'm going to help you generate the right type of leads that you're actually going to be able to have conversations about and help you have those conversations. Insight and intimacy. Yep. All absolutely. Right. So those are what the is the website lines. they can find you at? So, well, first I would tell people, if you want to get digital, right, connect with me on LinkedIn. Really easy. Find me on LinkedIn. It's Gerbyshack is G-E-R-B-Y-S-H-A-K. And then if you want to find me digitally and you want to sniff my butt a little bit more and make sure that I'm legit, right? Just go to philgerbyshack.com. That's P-H-I-L-G-E-R-B-Y-S-H-A-K.com. And I know we're going to link that up for you. But if you can spell Gerbyshack, right? If you're thinking, oh crap, I want to use this network or that network, spell Gerbyshack, find me. Let's have a conversation. Pick up the phone. My phone number is all over my website. It's on my LinkedIn. Don't be shy. I'd be happy to help you get more intimate. And that's how you and I met. That is. Absolutely. Is. Yep. And we had, a, we had this thing called a phone call. Wow. What? I know. It's crazy. What I call people now, because I do outbound calls. Yeah. People kind of have this like, are you calling me? You know, it, like, and I always say, yeah, it's crazy. I'm not a robot and I'm calling you. And <laughs> yep. Yeah. And your clients are the same way, right? Clients are the same way. Nobody calls them anymore. This whole tax thing that's changed. Nobody's calling anybody. That's I have had one, like I said, one, and I've had a few CPAs in the last couple of years. I've had three. Uh, not one of them have called me, emailed me, nothing. Not even like a mass email. I would have given them credit for that too, like a mass blind. Wow. Email. I would have given them cred for that. Um, I've gotten nothing. Not even like, yo, there's this thing called the big, huge, massive tax law that just came tumbling down. You might want to call me. Here's my calendar. Get on my calendar. Even that, I would have been like, that's some cred, dude. That's some cred, CPA. I got none of it. So I'm not dissing. Well, I am dissing. I am dissing. That's basic, guys. You, you, I mean, like I said, I built a million-dollar business when they changed the tax laws. Million dollars. In one year, all because the, the government changed the bankruptcy tax law and we built a whole business around it. And we weren't even teaching the law. We were teaching how do you, you know, how do you beat the law? How do you go around the law? How do you make sure it doesn't bite you in the booty in the future? How do you deal with it in the future, getting people out of your properties, all kinds of stuff like that. So, and, and we built an entire business around it. And that business is still actually viable today. It's multi-million dollar, but that was the first year. So I think that you got to think that through. And that was because we were adding insight specifically to a very target market investors. We were not going after business owners. We we're going after real estate investors, you know? And, and so that's, I'm just giving you an example of how, what you can do, you know? Yep. So, all right, awesome. this is Heather Havenwood. I want you guys to go check out Phil on LinkedIn. 
and it's Phil Gerbershack. Okay. The, obviously, if you're listening to this on YouTube, iHeart, Spotify, iTunes, Google Play, or anywhere else between, you can go to heatherhavenwood.com forward slash podcast, and his show is going to be on there. Or if on YouTube, you can type in Heather Havenwood, Phil Gerbershock, and you'll see this interview. It's all over the web. Feel free to find it. And at the bottom, I always put the link of all of our guests. So Phil, thank you so much for being here today and hanging out with me. I yeah. really appreciate it. Absolutely. Again, this is Heather Havenwood with The Win. Are you frustrated by the weight you can't lose? One sneaky ingredient goes by 61 different names and isn't required on food labels, but it could be causing those stubborn pounds to stay stuck. That extra weight is not your fault. A new report, The Hidden Culprit Sabotaging Your Weight Loss, is available now at heathercleanliver.com, reveals this ingredient and how it's preventing you from losing weight. If you're struggling and you want to break free from dieting misery, visit Heather's cleanliver.com right away and get your free report. It's an eye-opener. What you don't know could be hurting you. The extra weight is not your fault. Visit heatherscleanliver.com. Thank you for listening to The Win with Heather Havenwood. Interested in coaching with Heather? Go to heatherhavenwood.com and sign up for a business discovery consultation. Here is your free gift for listening. Get three audio chapters of Heather's book, Sexy Boss, How Women Empowerment is Changing the Rulebook, when you text the word sexy to 7200. Again, text the word sexy, that is S-E-X-Y, to 7200, and receive your three audiobook chapters. Number is good only in North America. This is a sexy boss rap. This podcast is a copyright of Havenwood Worldwide, LLC.